Hey everyone, it's me, Adrian, and thanks for listening to this episode of the Unknown Games Podcast. Just wanted to let you know that we have a bonus segment at the very end of this show that's talking about minority representation and, of course, also black people in Japan and in anime and manga. So we hope that you'll enjoy that last part. Remember, it's going to happen after the credits roll, so be sure to stick around. Enjoy the show. Exploded nut syndrome is a condition indicated by the presence of exploded nuts. This battle is about to explode. Fight. Let's go! I'm me. Oh. I'm me. Yeah. I'm me. Oh. No. Oh. No. Well, I gotta do this again. I gotta do this again. <laughs> do, do, do it one more time. One more time. One more time. No, it's fine. Keep going. I, I hey, what's up, everyone? I, no, so no. You're listening to the Unknowns Game podcast hosted by me. What the heck? Uh, uh, you didn't even say your name. Oh, everyone knows my name. <laughs> Already, it's fine. What's your name? I should do a random name. You <clears> can't <throat> just do a random name. Uh... Are you, are you looking up a random name generator right now? <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. Anyways. Uh, so do a quick name, a character name, a pen name, a band name, or a blog name. Okay, we'll do a uh, we'll do a blog name. Everyone, uh, thanks. For oh my god, this is like a like a quiz thing or something. Two adjectives to describe your blog: uh, sexy and funny. This is actually part of the show. I think this is three verbs that relate to the subject of the blog. Let's do. We'll do games, and then we'll do hunting, and then we'll also. Oh, no, hunting is not a verb, sorry. Hunt is a verb. Also, game is not a verb. Well, I guess game, two game, okay. And then, uh, let's do... Well, welcome um, to the Unknown Games Podcast. Swim. I'm your host, Adrian, and uh, this is my co-host, Alex, who will be live, going by another in... name so shortly. I think I'm not. I'm not sure. This is. This hey, is what's up? Welcome to the Unknowns Game Podcast. I'm your boy, Daily Jeff, and you're uh, checking out our co-host, Adrian. Um, sup, um, Adrian. It's a lot of. There's a lot of bad names here. Man, this is so weird. How did we start a show like this? How did? Are we, we don't even know that. Okay, everyone, what's up? It's episode <laughs> number forty-nine of the Unknown Games Podcast. Somehow. We are now starting. <laughs> and I'm your boy, the Game Duck. Hi, Game Duck. Uh, this is a this is a good, this is a crazy episode just from the beginning. But we got really good news because the new NVIDIA GeForce cards. We're gonna be talking about those. Alex is or the Game Duck is super excited about these things, and I am just a fly on the wall. I'm I'm, a, I'm actually considering upgrading, and I think that there's a lot of cases that if you have a gaming PC or if you feel like making a PC. This is now the time, uh, or, and then you can skip a next-gen console. It's up to you. You have choices. So that's number one. And then we've also got a couple of games that we're going to be talking about. Number one, I'm finally playing Undertale somehow. I have never played it, and I've avoided every meme on the internet about it. So that's one thing. And also Control. I'm not going to talk too much about it. 
but control is awesome and spell break because if i call it spellbound one more time in my mind i'm just gonna fall out and wish that game actually did happen yeah yeah so game duck what's up what's up i'm the game duck well it's definitely new and improved uh what does game duck do I'm a waterfowl. <laughs> I'm a waterfowl. I need you to have a biography ready. I need you to be in role and in character. If you're going to be the game duck, I need you to quack. Uh, quack. No. Quack. I'm, oh, I'm telling on. you to quack. I'm not quacking myself. I'm just Oh, <laughs> like the mighty ducks. Quack, 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 quack. quack. Yeah, you know, that was flying bee. That was good. That movie made me yeah. want to play hockey. Imagine being the only black guy out on, on the ice. They there are black. Shoot. There are black high, uh, hockey players, aren't they? No. <laughs> <laughs> I think there was like one or two, and then I started playing Wayne Gretzky's 3D Hockey '98, and that game oh, yeah. changed my man. I loved playing hockey, and then I got on the ice, convinced my mom to get me a pair of skates, and, and then you stick. couldn't skate very well. Oh no, no, I skate fine. I love ice okay. skating. I just yeah. can't shoot the puck. I I was like hitting it, and it's just not. I was. I was like, it's, this doesn't work like the movies. It's the only the, time I've ever yeah, told yeah. myself that. It it's, it's all it's all in the hips. It, I guess, I guess so. But I, I, I only went to like two days of practice, and that was it. And I quit. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I guess we'll get we'll get started. Uh, I got to say, first game that we're going to talk about is Spell Break. See, I almost did it again. Spell Break. Uh, I started playing it on stream, and it is a pretty fun little battle royale. The game's been in beta for the past two years, or like alpha beta, and uh, you can get it now in the Epic Game Store, or you can go check it out on, I believe, PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. I don't remember if it's on Switch. It could be. Probably is. Wait, is it exclusive to Epic Game Store on PC? But yes, it is not on Steam. I don't know okay. why. Yeah. So uh, it's it's cross-play, so everyone is playing together, I, and I think there may be an option to turn it off. I haven't really explored it. But if you've seen any gameplay from it, you know that it is a very quick, fast-paced, kind of Twitch, not shooter, but uh, the, the core objective is uh, just like any battle royale, uh, teams of three, I believe there are 40 people on the map, and you're trying to be the last team standing, the last mage, magician, uh, what am I talking about? Magicians, or magical people <laughs> flying around. <laughs> what? What do you, were you, magic, what, what you? There was a word I was trying to, yeah, it sounds like you were about to like very, very mispronounce magician. Yes, I, I, I like really, ma magic, I, <laughs> magic Sheen or something. Uh, I, I mean, in terms of gameplay, uh, the actual mechanics, you have six different gauntlets, uh, and each of these gauntlets are, you know, you have uh, ice, fire, earth, lightning, poison. I don't know why they they did the poison, and then there's uh, there's there's one more that I'm I'm forgetting. But hey, you can mix and match. You wear two different gauntlets. Uh, it is looter based, so you're going to start off with one gauntlet, and then when you're running around opening up, you know, like little loot boxes, essentially, uh, you're going to find another gauntlet. And it's pretty cool. Like I've seen some some interesting interactions. Uh, wind. There we go. I think I don't think I said wind. So mm -hmm. for example, uh, with wind, you have for each of these gauntlets, you have two different types of abilities you have a spell and you have a sorcery uh, your spell is pretty much your 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 dps attack uh, it doesn't cost much mana uh, and you're also using mana to, to to move around the map uh to, to jump and to float and to fly and it's 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 very active and and a lot of fun in that way uh, and, and so what's cool like i said is you can combine your powers number one it's pretty easy right uh you, 
your sorcery, for example, for wind is a tornado. And then if you combine that with your primary ability for your for fire, you'll get a flame tornado. Get it? That's not a joke, but you get a flame tornado. So it's like some Kirby stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, it, and it's it's really simple. Now, it's not just you who can interact with your abilities. The other teams can also do that. So if you throw out a tornado, uh, hoping to kind of suck someone in it, uh, if they throw fire into it, then they're adding to that damage. Or conversely, maybe you get hit into it. Uh, there's just uh, that kind of uh, combinations that are just all over. I, I remember I was fighting someone and I threw out a, a tornado and they chucked a boulder at me. It's the sorcery for, for Earth. They chucked this big boulder at me. And then like when I threw that tornado out, it like curved the, the boulder. Like it, I didn't I was not expecting that it would have that much interaction. Uh, but there's just a lot of fun little things like that. And uh, I, I got to say, if you if you're looking to find a new battle royale just to kind of have fun in, and I've found that it's not really stressful. There is a learning curve uh, in terms of when you're aiming your abilities, you need to be very predictive of where the enemy is going to be when you're using it and not where they are. Um, and I guess the best way of describing it, I think you saw on uh, when I was streaming it, you said it was kind of like tribes. I don't know if yeah, anyone remembers like the tribes. With the aerial flight kind of yeah. reminded me of tribes a little bit, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Tribes aerial assault. I think that's what the game was called. But yeah, yeah, it, it very much is like tribes. And if you want a visual representation, think about Avatar of the Last Airbender. That is like spot on. And if you really want to know, like and, and no one, I don't think anyone was really thinking about this, but if you want to know how the powers work, Magicka is the best game to really describe that. Uh combining powers, magical powers and game. Oh, okay. Things. Okay. So, yeah, I would describe it as Magicka meets uh, Tribes. That is a, probably the best description. And then get your avatar Harry Potter on. Yeah, that's pretty weird. That's pretty interesting. I mean, yeah. I wouldn't put those two together like that. Well, we can take the Harry Potter out, but definitely the rest are there. Sure. The rest are there. <laughs> so that, that's one game I've been playing and, and, and streaming that. So, if, yeah, if you want to come watch me stream... Uh, you can always just find me on twitch.tv backslash ninja tricks n-i-n-j-a-t-r-i-x man welcome to the village everybody that's what i call it i'm still calling it the village that's the ninja village the ninja village yeah I'm just calling it the ninja village there's nothing even special it's just be a part of the ninja village people we'll grow it can be hokage or something wanna wanna the tricks nation Ah, uh, not that again see your boy g jadon See, he's gotten into everyone's head that we should go it's Tricks pretty, Nation. It's pretty <laughs> funny, though. <laughs> that we should go. Because, like, every time I say it, it's like, hey, welcome to the Ninja Village. Yo, Tricks Nation. Yeah, yeah, no, no. That's pretty funny. <laughs> uh, so so I streamed Spellbreak before. Uh, and then after that, on Saturday night, I streamed Undertale for the first time. I played Undertale for the first time. Now, I've gone into this game. I'm, I'm trying to go into a couple of different games that are very widely you know, critically acclaimed people, people love undertale. They like will die for undertale. I think they'll like sell body parts for it. I don't know. Like, the, like the fandom is real. The f True, are, you, yeah. are you in the fandom? Uh, no, I mean, uh, it's got some pretty cool merch. Um, uh, my girlfriend's a pretty big fan of undertale. So she owns it on PC and the switch, like the limited edition. Um, and then she also owns the limited edition on PlayStation or I believe, and we got the limited edition from Fan Gamer. If you know who they are, they're like 
I think they're mostly online. They have a couple of pop shops. They had a couple of pop up shops in, in, in Shibuya like last year or something. But um, they do really cool limited editions of just stuff in general. And for the Undertale one, they it was a, a box with uh, an art book, a soundtrack, and then what are they called? Like um, like a music box. Oh yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah, like a yeah, wind up kind the, of music box. The, the music box. Oh, that's nice. The music is yeah. good. The music is 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 amazing. I I, I will. I will fall on a sword and say yes. I yeah. give it to you on that music, yo. I get it. So I get it. She's she's uh, she's got that. Um, and then she also has like a a poster of one of the characters. It's like an in-game kind of poster. It's pretty cool, actually. Yeah, you know, um, like oh yeah, continue, continue. Oh no, but I mean, it, it, it's got a, a pretty die-hard fan base. I've played the game. I mean, it's it's all right. It's, yeah, it's I good. I mean, it's a game. <laughs> well, no, no, no. I mean, it, it, it's good. It, it, it's it's good. I understand why people like it. And yeah, you're right. The music is is pretty pretty good. You know, Groove Coaster, right? Yeah, yeah. You know the the Undertale Groove Coaster pack? Oh, really? There's a oh, that sounds like it would be pretty cool and chill. Yeah, too. no, it is cool. So if you have Groove Coaster on Steam, um, it goes on sale every now and then. If you're a fan of music games, maybe give it a little bit of a look. But there's an Undertale pack for. Uh, Groove Coaster, which I don't think is in the arcade version in Japan. I mean, I haven't been to arcade in quite some time here in Japan. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, there is a what is it? There's an arcade version of Groove Coaster, obviously. <laughs> yeah. It, I, uh, no. I, so the the Undertale. I'm on Steam right now. The Undertale okay. pack is is thirty two Canadian dollars. Well, it's not. I mean, it's not that bad. I'm, I'm sure it's actually a lot of different. You know, a lot of the songs within the game. Uh, yeah. And, like I like like I said, I, I honestly I went into it thinking, okay, if this many people love the game or think it's good, no matter how it looks or whatever, you know what, I'm going into it, it's gotta be good. It has to be at least good. This is this is like me comparing uh in my mind, it's like your lie in April. If anyone has ever watched that anime, I've I've heard so many people like, I cried at the end, the last episode made me cry. And so I'm watching this this anime the entire time and I have to, and I'm feeling like I need to cry. At the end, like if I don't cry, like I'm not. Yeah, like you're, you're a bad else. human. Like yeah, I'm a bad funny. human. So like that's so when I'm playing Undertale, like it started out like that. Like if if I don't like this game as much as the fandom does, like something's wrong with me. Like maybe I'm missing something. And good enough to say, like I, it, it it's not gonna ch- it's not changing my life or anything like that. But it's cute. It's adorable. It is. It has a lot of fun little mechanics in it. And I think I love how. At least the way that I'm playing it right now, uh, and I know that there's multiple ways you can play it or multiple paths, is that I, I really love how the, the 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 combat mechanics. You really you you can get to know the enemy, right? And then yeah, yeah, uh, like talking to it and stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you talk to them, and then it's it's a puzzle. I love how it's like a puzzle based thing inside of a, a little combat simulation, right? And you get kind of a little narrative there, and it felt like a mini quest for me in a way like i need to for the boss battles right for the for those uh you you kind of have to figure out the pattern and then like not it's not even the pattern you just need to figure out the story that character's story within the fight you know what i mean yeah so i thought that that was that's really really genius and then like the characters like i said are adorable i i I want me a, a greater dog i want that greater dog somehow or less have dog. you so you haven't you you have you don't really know anything about the game like you've avoided spoilers this far right all i know is topi fox i've heard his name more than anything else about the game <laughs> do you so you don't really know 
much about the game, do you? You just know that it's a video game and people like it. Is is this about like did his did his mom die or something? Is this is this like a dedication to somebody? No. <laughs> okay, I'm just checking because no, I don't know. <laughs> I don't. But know. I I mean I will say that it's a very unique game and there's a lot to it beneath the surface. Mm-hmm. Um, and you need to you should probably do at least more than one playthrough to really understand what the, makes the game work for the people. Beauty the beauty of it uh, it would be like it would be like playing near automata and like yeah, only mm-hmm. doing one mm-hmm. ending see i'm not doing that two times i'm not doing that two times but that's another game on the list that's another game so, so you're not playing you said you're not gonna play undertale twice no 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 i'm not gonna play near automata twice that's oh no no well it's the thing if you oh, hold on. if you don't if you don't get at least four of those endings in near you oh my i goodness. would say that you haven't Did completed near automata see okay so near automata is another game that and, and the, the original plan was that I was going to play Near Automata and Undertale at the same time. That, mm-hmm. that that was the plan. So I could play either the most over two overrated games together or the most like games that are going to change my life right now. I understand. I'm sorry, everybody. Uh, this is amazing. Okay. The, th- the thing about Near though, is like... I've heard both sides on Near. I've only even, heard one side for, for Undertale. I've heard a couple different sides for, for Near. If you beat Near once... The game you straight up, the game just straight up tells you like, hey, you should probably, you should probably play this game some more, because like, if you if you only get one or even two of those endings, like, you'll have missed out on the game. I think. I mean, there's YouTube. It's hard to explain without like, like really saying oh, yeah, like why you yeah. need to do all the all that's, four of those that's endings. That's another that's another game where the endings like if you if you don't get the real ending, like if you don't like you you're either missing out or like. The real ending, like that's some stuff. That's some heavy stuff. That's gonna yeah, that, no, it was, that it makes was... you think some stuff right there. I'm like, so another game with more pressure. So, I look, I'm playing Control right now. That's a that's a wonderfully heavy game. I can only play it for like two to three hours max. Two two hours is like a sweet spot for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and if anyone's played Control, you you already know the game narratively wise is insane. Uh, I'm I'm really happy that I'm able to play Undertale and Control together. If if I strung in near Automata somehow, I think I'd get confused about life. Uh, I, I think even Undertale tells you that you should probably do more than one playthrough. It probably does. I mean, it, it, people in the chat were were telling me like, okay, well, you know if you want to you can go back and reverse this decision but at the end of the game like it's actually going to tell you or or somebody will tell you like oh you tried to reverse it you know it some of these things are yeah built it's, in it's, and it's pretty it's pretty spooky to be honest yeah so i like i said i'm going to play that one two times i i don't think i can play near two times but i near something I, i'll see how i'll see how it goes i'll see how it goes it, maybe it's something where i play it like Finish it and then wait a, a couple months, then go back to it, kind of thing. You know what I mean? Like just not back to back. Um, you wait. I need to play it back to back, literally. I mean, you don't have to do back to back, but you're going to like. Am I gonna do? I need to take notes and like have a save file, like ha- literally you, make a memo s- for myself. Have you seen Tokyo Ghoul? I've seen the first season. Okay, that, that's fine. Tokyo, the first and, season is fine. But yeah, like, yeah. my favorite thing about Tokyo Ghoul is like. You start out with that series like kind of on the sides of one, like you're kind of on the side of the ghouls, right? Because you kind of get inducted as a ghoul and you have ghoul right. friends and you see right. how they live their lives. Mm-hmm. And then there's like that really cute small one and then like, spoiler, her mom dies and you feel hey. like, yeah. 
Yes. And you feel like if you like you're like, oh, my God, how could those terrible humans do that? Right. Right. You're kind of on the side of the ghouls. But then as the season goes on, like you start to see the perspective of the humans. And then you kind of like in as the world builds, you realize that there's no good guys. There's no and good guys. And there's no and there's no bad guys. Right. Everyone is just doing they're just all trying to stay alive. And that's what I really like about Tokyo Ghoul is that it does it does a really good job of like like switching the perspective of the of the viewer and then like suddenly you feel really bad you know for feeling a certain way well i mean like the whole thing is that at the end no somehow we're on we're on tokyo go but not tokyo go but just this kind of story in general it's really common i feel like it's more common in japanese narratives yeah it really is it really is Um, yeah yeah yeah. and, and, and what it actually ends up being is that there is no side there's no there there is a right and a wrong and the right and the wrong needs to be recognized to realize that to we put our differences together, we're actually the same, right? Yeah. Uh, you're taking a, essentially like a, an anti-hero, but you're giving them a a human. You're humanizing them. Like it's not something like okay, Batman's an anti-hero or yeah, and, or and something like that. Because that's it, certainly it, a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, and just, I, I just feel like in Western media, like the for a lot of the times, like the bad guy is just the bad guy. Like they're just evil because they're evil. You know what I mean? Like they have no real motivation or anything. Well, it, I mean, it, it, you, it's as simple as taking any take anything that you hate, right? Um, take take a, a spider, right? Uh, and, and make this like I'm just gonna go with Spider Man for some reason, but it's not Spider Man. You get you get bitten to a spider, and you become a spider. Like you have. This is a more Spider-Man, like literal spider kind of thing. Uh, but you have like an urge to do something, right? That's now your, like, that's what you have to do. It's not that you want to do it. And that's the thing with the ghouls. They have to eat humans to live. They can't eat human food. It's not that they want to do it. It's that that's just the only way that they can live. Um, but when you think of a ghoul, you're like, no, that's that's a horrible existence. That's a horrible person. Like, they're eating people be, just to eat them. And, and some of them are. And that's where, you know, what Alex was saying, some of them actually are. And that's just the same. There's good ghouls and there's bad ghouls. And there's people on the police side who are hunting them that are good. And then there's some that are just downright evil and just love to kill them, like straight up. Like, yeah. Because they like to kill. And this is a good excuse to do it. Um, well, that was my favorite thing yeah. with Tokyo Ghouls. It lets you see, like, the perspective of, like, I mean, like, there's like, I don't know, everyone's like a victim in their own sense in Tokyo Ghoul. Like mm-hmm. you, you kind of like hate like the humans for a little bit because of what they did to like, you know, one of the characters and then it switches perspective and then you kind of see like their motivation behind that or they were like, they were just protecting their family or something like that. Mm-hmm. But anyways, so, my point is, yeah. is like Tokyo Ghoul does a really good job of switching perspectives and then making you feel bad. And mm-hmm. Nier Automata does the same thing where when, if you only do one playthrough, you only get one perspective. Okay. It's o- okay. it's only until you do the second playthrough and then like the third, where you like, where everything switches picture. on on its yeah when everything switches on its head. And well, my my question then is, yeah. does the game count those previous playthroughs? Like it knows that you've played it once or twice, so then it changes the story. Is that what happens? Or yeah, yeah, it force it, it, it the story changes like it okay. forces. Okay, okay, okay. So, okay. so the that, credits the credits better. roll the credits roll and then like it's just like hey you should probably you should probably do this again. And then you you just continue, and then you start back to like the beginning of the game, basically. But mm-hmm. uh, for one thing, the perspective is different, okay. and uh, it's hard to explain. There's no, multiple no, no, no. sides. There's multiple sides it, in this world, it's right? It's good. It's good. I, yeah, I, I, I will experience this. 
but I, I get what you're saying now. And, and it's, at least it's good to know that it's not like I'm just starting the game over and I have to make different choices. Like the game knows that I'm playing it again for the second or third time and right. it's writing the narrative accordingly. But the thing, oh my God. And the thing about the second playthrough is that like, see, this is someone loves diehard fans, kids. The second playthrough unfolds in the same way as the first playthrough. But now you get like way more context. Cutscenes are longer. You also start getting the perspective of like the other side. Mm -hmm. So like in one of the one of the earlier boss fights in the first playthrough, uh, it's pretty short. You just kind of you you get there and then um, it's like this uh, it's like this robot and you're like, well, this robot's pretty weird. Like, why is this robot killing androids? And then you go and you kill the boss. No big deal. And then you find and out why it's killing androids. And then the second playthrough, in the middle of the boss fight, as Wait, you're like, me, don't tell me, don't tell me, just stop, <laughs> just like, stop, just stop, just stop, yeah, stop, stop geeking out, stop geeking out. You get, you get way more, <laughs> you get more, way more context, you get way more perspective. You like learn motivations of other characters, and you're like, and then, but I, I think you, you feel like really bad. I think, <laughs> really I think in bad. general, though, that's that's just a good, that's a, called just good characters. Like, uh, I know that's why a lot of people like Demon Slayer. That's one of the things like. Uh, they do, and and this is it's really similar in that sense. Uh, each of the demons, or can they have a backstory, and it makes sense, you know, uh, why they became the way they did, why their powers are the way they are, because they have like a you know they have a relationship to uh, their weakness in terms of what they wanted to feel or wanted to be, or how they were treated. And uh, yeah, when 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 Tanjiro like kills a demon, like what makes him unique is that he's just not killing them. Uh, he's understanding them and then putting them to rest kind of, you know, like, mm -hmm. like rest your soul, man. I, I, I feel for you. You didn't want to become a demon. You know, it was literally and that's anything. Honestly, I think Tokyo Ghoul and Attack on Titan. Uh, sure. Yeah. Kind of around that, not era. I mean, they they did come out not too close to each other, but there's a huge shift in shonen manga uh, with those, and that you'll see a lot of times now. Uh, that is a uh, it's a common theme. It's a more common theme now, and definitely uh, if you if you like your shonen manga or if you like manga in general, just go get, go go read some things and maybe uh, go play some of these games that we're talking about <laughs> that we're talking about, and you can tell us how you feel about them by leaving us a voice message on our anchor page sure. <laughs> just just working that in working that in uh but we're gonna i guess we can change gears now uh i, I don't really have much else to say about control I'm, I'm gonna keep going keep playing that of course i'm only two hours in so i can't say much uh and i've already i'll go over more i guess the further i get maybe halfway but i i will say i did actually watch all of marvel's avengers being streamed the single okay. player and it was i enjoyed it i i mean i wasn't playing it so you're not you're not gonna you're not gonna buy the, the game then. no 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 the game like honestly the game needs more polish i think everyone can admit that uh it's definitely not nearly as bad as what they put out for that beta not nearly as bad well, who uh, made the, the game is that crystal dynamics yeah crystal dynamics uh, uh yep crystal dynamics idos and um yeah, I, I think if you the story for me, I thought was kind of touching. It was kind of nice. Uh, Kamala Khan, uh, aka Miss Marvel. Oh gosh, I hope I didn't get her name, her actual hero name wrong. There's those two Marvels just confuse me. Uh, but she's super cute. She's a super dork. She's like a super kid. Uh, the story starts out with her 
you know, she goes to A Day and she meets the Avengers because she's won this contest or something. And uh, and she geeks out every time she meets them. She's like fangirling, like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, you're you're Iron Man. I can't believe it. You're Thor, you know, like and they're like, I remember reading that part of that you wrote, and they're like, She's like, Oh, you read it? You actually read my thing? And they're like, See, she's a good one. I don't know, but it's it's really the journey of her, and I think that's the best part of the game is that it's not from the perspective of the Avengers, but the perspective of her uh once she gets her powers and uh understanding that she's not uh she's not sick like she's there's nothing wrong with her just because she has these powers uh even though it was from an accident uh and people treat people who like the inhumans who get those powers they treat them you know bad they they, they hate them because they are the cause of a lot of people's sorrows uh people lost lives on that accident in a day uh and conversely some people got those powers uh, but yeah, yeah, it's just a gro it's just a coming of age story, and I thought that the voice actors, everyone did a really good job. Uh, the gameplay, I think, if you're if you're looking for gameplay, it's okay, it's okay. It's got a lot of systems in the game in terms of missions and dailies, weeklies, uh, lots of different rewards and loot. That's it's pretty insane just how much they put in in terms of like skills uh, per character, right? Uh, but I think if you if you end up playing it, you'll like it. I don't think you'll love really? it. Really, I probably. I I to be honest, like I probably won't play it. <laughs> I, I think I think you'll like it if you, you you won't love it. It's 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 a solid like seven. If okay, gonna, it's, it's like a sure. solid. It's a solid game. Sure, sure. So it's like legs. a very good mediocre game. Yes, yes. That that okay. is. I, I would play it just for the story, uh, but like I said, I watched it, so I'm not going to play it. But if you do get on it and it gets its hooks into you and you actually do like how it plays, the game, I think over time, they're going to have a chance to polish it. Of course, you know, uh, there's new heroes coming out for it. So the game has life and extension, so it's not going to be something that is going to go away anytime soon. So hopefully it only gets better. There we go. Right. I mean... It's not like a Diablo thing, is it? Or like, because Diablo has seasons. So even though it has a story that you probably finished, that you've done multiple times, people still play Diablo. So it has a, so the story mode is, and then the way that they actually present it is you don't even really have to do the story mode completely. Like you don't have to finish it. Uh, essentially you have the, the main story. Uh, and once you finish that, you still have, uh, there's like daily missions you can do there's simulation missions and then there's uh i think like team-based missions that you can that's like multiplayer essentially mm -hmm. uh that happens in different environments and those are all purely just loot based uh some of them are basically just challenges like hey go kill x amount of things and do it this way or whatever and those are per character that's like the simulation room right uh and, and those are daily D they rotate daily uh, and then the the one where it's kind of like multiplayer, where you're playing with your friends and stuff, that's where you're getting more loot, more experience. And the, what what's kind of crazy is I, I I can't remember, but each character has their own somewhat of a battle pass. They all have their own progression where you get to X level and you unlock, you know, some sort of collect collectible or something like that. So it just keeps on going. And is it kind of like the progression systems of like a Call of Duty, for example? Yes, like, yes, okay. yes, yes. That I remember our streamer actually saying that. That's yeah. That that's how it is. Sure. So I mean, that's a really good motivation for a lot of people to keep playing. Um, just just 
like a, it's a psychological effect i think like people like seeing level ups mm -hmm. um and that's why they keep playing yeah uh like like i don't even now like i know for call of duty people will be like oh i gotta do my gun challenges i gotta do my gun challenges but i hate this gun i hate using this gun and i'm just That's... like if you hate using that gun like don't why don't. why like yeah don't do the challenge don't <laughs> like, do the challenge <laughs> it's like you know but, but it's, people it. do it yeah, yeah people yeah. it really they're like i gotta do this challenge for this for this stupid gun that i can stop using it and i'm like how about you just use the gun don't you want to use, use? The gun. yeah but you, you feel like you know what, what if i pick it up i, I want it to be all nice i want it to be you know 100 percent of you <laughs> yeah i mean that's i mean I, I guess i understand why people do it i mean me personally like when i play a shooter i kind of just like like to play the shooter for the shoot mm -hmm. for the mm -hmm. shooting of it yeah like a lot of people i like a lot of people have purchased cosmetics or rather packs for overwatch or apex legends or something just to get mm -hmm. a skin or something like that i'm guilty of it i I've, I mean, aside from the Battle Pass, I've like never dropped money on any any of those games. I've never purchased a loot box before because like I just don't care what my character looks like. Yo, I don't care what my gun looks like. Yo, you got it. I, I, so Overwatch is the only game that actually got me to do that. I've never I've never done it in any other game. And Overwatch doesn't have a Battle Pass unless they've added one randomly. Uh, and and the thing was is you got to give Blizzard credit for this. They made all of their events really fun. Uh, they they or they made all of the 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 skins really really creative. All of the some of them emotes, are good, yeah. Some of them are good. And and you and the, what's good about it though is you don't have to buy them as long as you play and you you play a lot. You can in theory unlock a good amount of them. You especially okay if you want to unlock the one for your character, you have a good chance of getting it. You just may you might need to play like ten hours. You might just need to play ten hours. Uh, sadly, but. Uh, and the only time I would actually buy it is, is like, okay, I'm at the very last moment. <laughs> the event's about the end and I, I can't get it. I, I'll hell Mary. I'll hell Mary. Here's $10. Thanks for the time. <laughs> oh, and then you like attempt to get, attempt to and get I, it. Attempted, yeah. And I attempt to get it. Uh, but the way they did it, I thought it was, you know, for me, that's the only game that I've ever done that. And it's because, and it's because you see your characters, right? You see everyone's characters around you and you want people to see you. And it's just... That's the only game I've, I've ever felt the need to do it in. Mm. Not in Apex so much. And it's only $5 for a loot box in, in uh, Overwatch. Is it also $5 in Apex? Uh, I, maybe, probably. There's like $1 yeah, I don't and $5. Know. Um, but my point is, is like I, I don't care about cosmetics. So if that's on, I mean, if you do, then that's fine. I mean, that's how they make a lot of their money by making skins that people want. But you heard it here first, everybody. Game Duck does not like buying them game skins. Well, I don't like not like him. I just, it's not mm -hmm. for me. I just don't mm -hmm. care. Quack. I think I bought <laughs> and bought is rather in quotation marks. I've unlocked a couple skins in Apex by using mm -hmm. what is it? The crafting materials? Mm hmm. Yep. Yeah. Cause like I had so many from just the free loot boxes you get from leveling up. Mm -hmm. And then they, they give them, they, I think that was a smart decision that they did to at least allow you to have enough by the end of a battle pass. If you yeah, to get like it, one skin, to, to get, get like one yeah, skin. Yeah, yeah, to get one, to get one, to one skin. And, and that's fine, you know, yeah. I, I, I don't I don't hate them for that. And, you know, they still have to make their money. I don't, I, I'm actually curious how much they make and how much all the other games make off of their, their, their loot box purchases. 
That uh, has to be where a lot of their money comes from, right? Because they don't pull in the battle so pass. It's so much. It's like, so much. It's like 18 bucks a skin. And I'm trying to think who's doing this. And my friend, he was just like, yo, it's probably just like some 10-year-olds, like 10 or 12-year-olds just buying skins. Yeah, it's got to be like a whales or something. Because like, I mean, other than the battle pass, which is $15 or something. It's just $10. Yeah, 10 yeah, I've only, like, that's the only thing I've purchased in Apex. And because I've been clearing the Battle Pass each season, I've only paid for one on. Battle Pass. Yeah, I've only ever yeah. paid for one Battle Pass, so. Keeps on unlocking. The gift that keeps on giving. Yeah. Uh, so, but, I'd like to keep, you know, we got to move it on. We got to keep going because the next topic, and we're going to take a break before we get here, but the NVIDIA GeForce RTX 30 series, everybody, this is where you want to listen to us because we're going to give you the most information as possible. I'm going to hype us up like we like, like freaking tech reviewers over here. Stay tuned. Sounds good. After the break. Quack. come true just like that moment that you stepped on the ice and you said for the first time in your life that you are going to be somebody you are going to make a goal that no one else has made you're going to do a hat trick you're going to do a trick shot you're going to just do it exactly got to you got to you just got to link it together everybody welcome back welcome back because i'm hype because gaming is about to change wait wait that that's kind of right i think that's right Anyways, the G yeah, yeah. So the GeForce uh, RTX 30 series was unveiled last week, and or was it this week? Last week, yeah, last oh, week. Last week, yeah. And I, I got to say, uh, you know, a lot of news sites were saying, ha have has have these graphics cards have they stolen the thunder out of the the next gen consoles? And I'm, you know, I'm I'm the I'm, I'm coming from the side of I'm just a little PC person who doesn't know much about the PCs. But probably then, not. Like, yeah, <laughs> I think if you were still excited to get a console, you probably don't care <laughs> about the graphics cards, to be honest. But but I, but I mean, like the the thing the thing is, is that you know, uh, Alex or you know, Game Duck, <laughs> and and a lot of other PC gamers uh, that I've I've talked to, like, are super excited about this because. Uh, the one of the most powerful graphics cards on the market right now, I think it's the GeForce 2080 Ti. Yeah, yeah, that that's right? that's the top consumer card. That's the top consumer card. Costs twelve hundred dollars. Right. And the lowest end of this three uh, three hundred series, the 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 RTX 370, puts out just as much and a little bit more power, uh, and 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 all around better uh, than that card. Same, same uh, from the NVIDIA. They're both from the NVIDIA, but for $500. Yeah, so less, less than half, half the price. price yeah. Less than half the price. So, uh, yeah. Alex, give us a lowdown about this. What, what, is, what is so exciting about this? Why is it so important or why is it making the news? And uh, what, what, do you, what are your impressions? What do you think? I mean, not impressions because you can't play it with it, but <laughs> what are you excited for about it? Uh, so the... They announced the RTX 30 series, which is just this year's, or not this year's, rather, like this generation of the NVIDIA RTX cards. So last year, they introduced the RTX series, which is a 20 series. And then before that was the 10 series of the GTX cards. Um, so they don't do yearly like cycles. They do like one every, like one or two or to three years or something. Okay. Um, but like, 
this announcement they they showed off the the 3070 the 3080 and the 3090 which is replacing um the 2070 2080 and the possibly the titan maybe okay uh from the last generation i can't remember when the 20 series launched like two years ago maybe three years ago so we were due for an upgrade for sure okay but like i think what what's exciting about these cards is like not just not just that they're better but that they're significantly better and then nvidia didn't raise the price really mm, mm. so we were worried that like we would get like um let's say a 20 percent marginal increase on performance from the last gen which i think is like normal for most generations okay uh so people were worried that we would get like the typical performance bump but also nvidia would raise the price because in the last gen and i think yeah last gen in particular they they actually did bump up the price mm-hmm. by like 100 to 200 dollars compared to the the gen previous to that the 10 series okay okay so when they came out and they announced that they have the 3070 the 3080 and the 3090 launching at 500 dollars and then 700 dollars and then 1400 dollars respectively um the 3070 30, i think people were really happy to see that they weren't overpriced or they didn't increase the price the 3090 is a little bit of a of an odd card a, but putting that aside <laughs> that's for um, that's for the the the, the, the hardcore yeah, it was Crazy great to hardcore. see. It was great to see that the thirty seventy is replacing the the twenty seventy at basically the same price. But what's shocking people is that the performance is so much better. Mm-hmm. So they had like they said. Um, obviously, we have to wait for real benchmarks when they get when they come out in like two weeks or something. But like the thirty eighty is one point nine times um, better, or like performs one point nine times better than the the 2080 which is almost a which double is, like a hundred percent increase yeah that's which insane. is more than anyone ever ex- expected so what does this mean for like most gamers what does this mean for the casual player is like you can feasibly with a 3080 you can feasibly play a 4k game in max settings at well over 100 frames per second which is like previously that was something that wasn't always the guarantee Mm-hmm. You would typically have to like choose between a lower resolution like 1080p or maybe 1440p. Okay. And then you can play that at, at like a, a high refresh rate, so 144 frames per second or higher, depending on on the game. Or you play at 4K at 60 frames per second. So if you're playing like let's say The Witcher 3, you don't really care about really really uh, fast response time. You just want to be immersed in this super detailed world. You okay. would play like The Witcher 3 at 4K 60, right? Yeah, but with the with the thirty eighty performing so well, like in a couple of days ago, Nvidia put out a video of Doom Eternal, uh, running on a thirty eighty, but also a twenty eighty, just to compare how they run. The mm-hmm. Doom Eternal was running at four K max settings at like a hundred and forty frames per second. So that's Jeez like, Louise. jeez, that's incredible <laughs> right there. Because now you like don't really have to choose. You can really have like your cake and just eat both your cakes. Do you know what I mean? Like you have, <laughs> you can have, you have your cake and just eat both of them at the same time. You can yeah, just, you have you, you have everything it. now. Yeah, I, um, I mean, and I was gonna I'm gonna hop in for just a second. Uh, for I think what this means for for people like myself who have a, a PC that's you know just a medium spec build. It's nothing high end or anything like that. Yeah, you can get the best performance as of a month ago for not the best performance price. <laughs> <laughs> right. And it's, it's, and it's, it's insane because, and I didn't think about it so much because up until now, like 
you know, things have looked good on my graphics card and, and I've been like, okay, this is nice. But then I, I, I fired up control and I'm like, okay, this game looks really good on just like, I think it's low and medium settings is what I'm able to do. Sure. Like, yeah, okay. It still looks good. But then I that walk up fine. to a window and there's no window. Like there's no glass. There's no, there's no reflection. There's, there's like a really bad. Generic, ref- blurry generic, reflection. Yeah. yeah if, if I look at it a certain way and if I don't, it just looks like they don't have a window there. And I can't okay. go through a wall. So, so I'm just sitting here. I'm like, man, this is like some, this is some jank, but I love the game so much. I'm having so much fun with it that I can't help but think, especially when I'm streaming, uh, that how much better it could look, how much better it could look, how much better it can play and how much better it can look for people who are watching me. Uh, and I, and I heard, I remember you said that for, if anyone who's streaming, like these cards are, are, are kind of good for that as well. Yeah, I think like, so the thing about 4K, like 140 for frames per second is very impressive on paper. Well, the problem is, is that uh, 4K monitors that go over 60 frames per second, or 60 hertz rather, like are extremely expensive. Like very, very expensive. $2,000 or more, right? Right. So the chances are you don't have a high refresh rate 4K monitor, right? Yeah. So why would you ever consider getting a 3080 when you can't even see the benefit, right? There's no point in playing a game over 60 frames per second if your monitor can't refresh faster than 60 times a second, right? That's true, that's true. So why do this? Well, I think one of the benefits is increased over, like increased power if you're going to be doing something, doing something like streaming. Okay. So, you know, if you have like a card that's like, that's really pushing its own limit and you wanna play a game like Doom on stream, and you don't want to result in a choppy stream, like you don't want to be dropping frames in OBS mm-hmm. or anything like that, yep. you would probably have to play at a lower resolution or reduce your settings. So you could argue that you would your experience as a gamer would suffer because you have to play on lower settings or something just to keep your stream stab- uh, stable, right? Right, right, which I've had to do, which I've had to do. Right, but now if you have a car that has like this much horsepower, then you don't need to choose anymore. You can play at the hundred four, like fourteen forty four p, maybe God forbid four k, <laughs> at um, sixty Ooh. frames per second or whatever max settings, and your stream won't be dropping frames. So you, your audience has a pretty enjoyable experience, which is insane. Just the fact I don't know. It just you know if you can do something that can kind of ease your mind while you're streaming that's what i found like if i don't have to worry about my microphone or if i don't have to worry about uh the stream dropping frames or anything like that then it's 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 one less thing on the back in the back of my head head the back of my hind. did you say hind you said head and mind at the same time yeah okay. yeah i just combined yeah. that right there the with, the magicians, yeah. with the magicians or whatever yeah uh and that and that's a cool thing that's a that's a really uh nice thing and you know for the the rtx the, the 370 series uh, it comes with eight gigs of RAM, uh, mm-hmm. normal GD, uh, GDDR6, Six. Yeah. which is which is common, which is what we have now. Uh, but if you get that 380, you're going to get 10 gigs at GD, GDDR6X. This right. is some next-gen crazy stuff, which I'm guessing uh, what I was watching a video on, and it, it was saying that this card, and I'm not sure if it's for all of them, like the 370 series as well, but they're structured in a way that they're very similar to how the PS4, or sorry, the PS5 is having the uh, the SSD and the, the memory and all of that stuff kind right. of streamlined it, it, in the flow. Yeah, yeah. It's a more efficient, um, what's the word, pipeline. So mm. instead of having your CPU have to like decompress or like weed off memory or data from your SSD, your GPU can do that directly. Okay, okay. So the new cards will be able to do that, which is a feature that Sony's been pimming for the PS5, right? 
Right. I mean, that's that's been one of the main features, and and I mean, they've they've. I think we we've even heard from the the, the time that Sony announced that that you know PCs aren't that far behind. Like this isn't going to be something that's exclusive to Sony. That you know it's this kind of specific way of engineering the 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 the, the graphics card, or you know, in a way to where loading times are just minimal. Uh, was something that that was down the line, right? And we yeah. Thought, okay, maybe like next year. Okay, cool. Maybe. Ne- <laughs> maybe. And I actually think, yeah, this honestly could be game changing for, I guess, the industry, the gaming industry, not just PC gaming, but like, if this is a thing that is just very common, we can have uh, GPUs just decode, or um, like read off data from an SSD directly, and reducing mm-hmm. CPU overhead. We do have the faster load times, like that'll significantly improve the quality of life for all gamers. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and and of course, you know, uh, when it comes to choosing, and I think maybe some people will say like, "Well, I already have a PlayStation Four. I'm thinking about getting a PlayStation Five or mm-hmm. or an Xbox Series X." And and here's a, here's a very interesting kind of comparison is that uh, when we were just talking about it, the the way that this this graphics card is structured and the PS Five are structured, uh, they're they're very much meant to maximize that their bandwidth. Uh, for memory and uh, the SSD, but whenever the Xbox Series X comes into the conversation, that's never mentioned, and they've never mentioned it completely. Like, okay, we're going to be doing super loading too. Like, it's just yeah, I don't know. We don't yeah. know. <laughs> we don't yeah, know. I don't know if that the Series X could do. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they could. I don't, if they could, they would have said so. I don't know. It's it's a weird little thing, but I think now here's the thing with five hundred dollars, uh, and assuming you already have a PC, maybe a mid range spec PC or something like that. Mm-hmm. Or if, hey, you know what, now is a chance to get into PC gaming uh, for maybe 12, what would you say, like maybe $1,200 for a nice little build? With oh, yeah, well, everything that in. you need, yeah, like RAM, CPU, and you also need like a monitor and, you know, that kind yeah. of stuff, but yeah. Uh, if, if you want to do it, I think now is the perfect time because what, and, and this is coming out before the next-gen consoles, and it makes a good argument you, we don't know what we're getting still on the next gen consoles. We we don't have a solid lineup for launch games on either console. We we know what some of them are going to be, but there's no 100% this is making launch. Uh, we don't even know how many are going to be available at launch. Sony yeah. is doing a kind of lottery system. In America, right? <laughs> In America, yeah. <laughs> it's like, hey, uh, you might get a chance to reserve your PS5. Cool. Uh, but... For me, I think that's that's where it becomes really important. It's like now, if you haven't gone into PC gaming, I think now is the perfect time because the price range is, it's a little bit closer. And I think also this says something to Sony and Microsoft that I I still believe they're going to be five hundred dollars, four ninety four forty nine, four ninety nine, that that price range. If they go anywhere above, they go six hundred. Yo, you might as well put six hundred more and just get yourself one of these. I honestly, okay, I mean, that's a different. That's my that's my that's my thought process. I think the the console pricing is a different topic for another day. But I mean, like, yeah, I agree with you that like it's a really good time to get into PC gaming, especially that. So I have hot sauce in my eye. It's very painful. Um, hot sauce in your eye? Yeah, I just touched my did eye you, with hot sauce on my like, finger. Quack? Did you just did you gamer duck game duck? Oh, it's very painful. Anyways, um, what was I saying? You yeah. Um, banking sorry, sorry. console game prices. Not the time. Sorry, sorry. So the um. The the 3070 being 500 USD and, and matching the performance of a 1,000 plus dollar card mm-hmm. is pretty incredible. That's a very insane value add. Now I understand that 500 dollars is still a lot of money for a lot of people, and the biggest argument, and I understand this is a big argument, 
that you could be like, why would I spend $500 on just a graphics card when I can spend $500 on a console and that's all I buy? I just buy a console and a video game and I plug it into my TV. But if you buy a $500 video card, then like you still have to buy like a case, presumably, CPU, RAM, hard drive, copy of Windows. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. pretty much every, everything else. <laughs> it's like but, when you're buying a VR headset, right? You sure, gotta sure. You buy everything else. And I, and I understand like that's um, uh, a pretty big, that's a tall order for some people. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing. Here's why I justify spending that much money on a computer is because... I do more on my computer than play video games. I'm not on my computer all the time playing video games. I work on my computer. I make videos on my computer. I stream on my computer. I, I edit podcasts on this thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I, I, like, I definitely know. So I'm like, <laughs> I'm on this all the time. And for me, if it just makes my life in general like more enjoyable, then that's how I justify the cost. Because, yeah, it makes games run really well. It mm-hmm. also makes streams run really well. It makes yep. rendering video much faster if I'm making a video for any reason, like to put on YouTube or something. Mm-hmm. So that's why these cards are so good because you can do all these things and, um, yeah. much more efficiently. Yeah, and then I think that's a that's a that's a good argument. That's the same. Uh, I've spent a lot more time at my computer ever since I've gotten a computer and doing the like same things you've been doing. Uh, and and like you said though, it's. You know, if, if now is a good time to kind of branch out and do things creatively. And yeah, look, you don't have to get the 370, right? You don't have to get this. If No, uh, yeah, you can theory, wait for a 360 yeah. to come out. Because I'm I, a 3060. I guarantee you a 3060 is coming a half a year later because there there is oh. a 2060 and there was a 1060. So yes. just wait like a little bit and you're going to get a cheaper card. Yeah. That's uh, still really good. That's still really good. So... You know, just think about it. Put some money back if if you think you might want to invest in and in, in everything. You know, just put some money back every month. Uh, I found that 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 helps when it comes to making purchases and rather than buying it all at once. Uh, if in the U.S., maybe we get a second stimulus check. You know, and and then you yeah. can kind of use that for that if you want to. If you're single or or if that's just your priorities. However, you got to do it. You know. Here's a question uh, for a you deal. though. Yeah. Here's a question for you though. If you don't stream, if you don't make YouTube videos, if you don't even do anything on a computer other than maybe like check Facebook or whatever, would you still recommend someone to build a computer or would you just say like, just, just get a PS5? Like, so uh, that's for, for, better for you. For, Sorry, for, ga- for gaming? For gaming, yeah. For gaming, yeah, just get a PS5 sure. or Xbox Series X. Uh, mm-hmm. I, the only way I would say the opposite is if you think Anywhere in the next year, you might want to kind of branch into content creation uh, a little bit. Then I, I, I suggest, like I said, putting that money back, but starting with some some basic software. If you have a Mac, go ahead and use uh, iMovie. Uh, if you have Windows, go download a, a free trial of something and, and just kind of like start start baby steps, right? Start doing something. So you're not just getting something. Right. So just only expensive. if you're yeah. maybe considering content creation. If, only if you're considering. The thing about consoles is, is I know so many people, a lot of people who have a console, whether that's a PS4 or an Xbox or a Switch, mm-hmm. and don't have a gaming PC. But yeah. everyone that I know that has a gaming PC also has a console. So I, in my mind, mm-hmm. consoles mm-hmm. and PC gaming like coexist very well, it's, very easily. Right? It's, al- it's almost 
like uh oh crap what is this argument there's anim people who watch anime don't necessarily play video games but people who play video games probably will more likely anime. watch anime because I've, I've been to so many anime conventions and that is a hundred percent the case it's so weird yeah yeah, yeah. Because, like, yeah, I'm going to buy a video card. I'm probably going to get a 3080. I'm probably going to put that money down. It's a lot of money. But I will get a 3080. But I'm not, I'm by no means am I like, oh, F the PS5. I don't care about that anymore. I'm I'm still going to buy a PS5. Like, I'm going to buy a PS5. Exclusives. There's still those, those exclusives that won't be out for X amount of years later or not at all, you know? Yeah, and there's just some just just some games that like I don't mind um, playing on PS4, PS5, or they come out sooner on PS5. Just to give you an example, like Same I have, percent. I'll tell you, Ryza on PS5. Like I, I bought Ryza on PS5. Um, oh, you did? I did. Or not PS4, 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 PS4. No, no, PS4, PS4. Sorry, I'm in the future. So I bought I bought Ryza on PS4. I bought Octopath on Switch. I bought. Um. I know. I just have a lot of games like that that I have on console. Mm-hmm. And they then if I really, if, if I really like, because they came out before, yeah, because they came out before. If I really like them, then I'll probably I might rebuy them on PS on PC, which is what happened with F15 and and Valkyrie Chronicles and Toki's Xanadu and Shining Resonance and well a lot of a lot of FF12, but a lot of those video games, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I I still get a lot of work. I get a lot of use out of my PS4, so I don't think PC gaming replaces console gaming by any means. I think console gaming still has its has its place. It does. And just like everything, I think we can kind of tie this back in uh, before we end the show. Uh, it's just like, uh, you know, Tokyo Ghoul, everybody. There's no right or wrong here. We're all on the same side. We're all gamers. Sure, unless, you're, <laughs> unless you have a Wii U or something, then you messed up. Uh... Most of those mistakes have been corrected with the no, Switch just, or I'm Steam. Kidding, yeah. <laughs> also, FF7, buddy. F- if you want to play FF7 Remake, you can only play that on a console right now. Oh, that's true. Uh, you know what? Next year, we should be getting around to the Xbox Series X, Xbox One release. Uh, or maybe PC. Uh, or maybe PC. I'm hoping. Oh, my God. Like it has with, to be PC. With these, be PC. with these new GPUs, I'm hoping no, so hard for ff7 remake on look, pc even even if they do they're not i don't think they're going to optimize it that much right you don't think so because ff15 FF runs pretty decent on pc uh I, I think we we actually talked about this on on the podcast uh that you actually ended up running it at like i think it's like 4k textures and everything because i was talking about like ff yeah no you like, can i don't think these textures are actually going to be that much better <laughs> You can, like, there is a 4K texture pack for, for FF15 on PC right now, but at the time, or at now time, my my GPU, like, can't push out 4K60 consistently. But with this new upgrade, like, now I can finally play FF15, like... In style. Yeah, ball just, like, ball with it. completely, like, maxed out. So I want to see that kind of treatment for FF7 Remake. And, and you know what, I think... Uh, for 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 all the next gen in general, uh, I think we're gonna see some crazy stuff from Square and all the other you know just hopefully all the Japanese side of the industry. You know we're based here in Japan. TGS rested soul uh, is still existing. We <laughs> I didn't even put that in the news. Everyone TGS uh, it's gonna be happening on the twenty fourth. Yeah, it's like I two think. weeks two weeks from now, right? Yeah, yeah, two weeks from now. So you know we'll we'll do a little special cast because that's probably somewhere around our one year anniversary. Oh, it would be, it would be. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) 
uh, and it's it's been good. You know, there's been a lot of good news. If you're in Monster Hunter land, you know, Fatalis is is coming back, and uh, that is the last DLC for uh, for Monster Hunter World Iceborne. And that team has done an amazing job, I think. Uh, and, and plus, we, hey, you got another black dude up in the scene, man. We all have dreads or cornrows. We just all, all black people have dreads <laughs> or cornrows. What's your opinion? What's your opinion on the way black people are represented in anime? Are we so? Oh wait, bro. Oh, ooh. Is, can we get into this? <laughs> It's okay. It's okay. You can cut the episode here, and then we'll do like a bonus. We'll like, do a bonus. Yeah, we'll do a we bonus. Do that. We should. We should totally do that next. <laughs> My no, because we'll, we'll forget. Answer? We'll forget. Just record okay. this now. Hey guys, okay. thanks for watching or listening. We'll see you guys next week. And subscribe to us on uh, YouTube, Twitter. Also follow us. Tell your friends or whatever. Uh, leave a voice comment on what is it? Anchor.fm slash UGP cast underscore cast. This is this is why I don't let you do the, in, the ending. But maybe I should let you do the ending more. You can practice on it. <laughs> yeah tell your homies and that kind of stuff peace out boys I'm honey. okay so everyone that was the fake ending i'm gonna give you the real ending now remember you can always follow us on twitter and instagram at ugp underscore cast you can also leave us a voicemail on anchor.fm backslash ugp cast and of course, you know, just let us know uh, whatever, you know, just thanks. Thanks for joining us as always, every day, every week, wherever you are, whatever you do. Remember, put something good out into the world. You set the tone. Have a great day. And after this, what we're going to actually do is we're going to cut the show. I'm going to play the credits. You're going to hear that nice little dun, 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 dun. You're going to hear that. You're going to hear that, and then you're going to hear that, too. And after that, there's going to be a bonus section. Stay tuned if you want to know how I think about anime, black people in anime. This is going to be a short conversation. You know why? Why? there's not many of them. There's not too many, though. <laughs> All right, we'll check you next week for episode number 50 of the Unknown Games podcast. Peace. Peace. back this is the uh the, the bonus chill uh, edition of the unknown games podcast where we just chill with uh, a can of beer or... i need more vtuber voice clips you should yeah yeah you need to get you need to just set them all up because we're gonna we're gonna get that 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 show that's what i'm supposed to talk about now actually <laughs> uh but yeah we're okay we're gonna talk about the black people in anime yeah yeah this, this is a question <clears throat> that i asked you at the end of last episode um uh, so there's there's a lot of anime in the world in Japan, but not a lot of good representation, I think, on minorities. Uh, and I feel like anytime there's a black character on screen, they're not. What's the word? Well, we're there. You know, we're represented as kind of a little bit of either we're very big and muscular. Sure. You know, the big lips thing is still a thing. Right. Uh, we either have an afro or like dreads, cornrow kind of. One of those, yeah. one of those, sure, one of those hairstyles. Yeah. Sometimes we're in hip hop attire. Sometimes we're not. Sometimes we just like listening to hip hop. 
Sure. Uh, and so, uh, yeah. we're kind of the cool presence in the room, but at the same time, we're the joke in the room. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, what's your Both. opinion on 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 black people? How are they represented in anime? I because mean, you've you've seen your fair share of anime, so. I mean, the, the thing is, is like, I don't think I've seen enough where black people were in anime. And, and it's, it's very similar to if you look at uh, any kind of science fiction media in the U.S. or the Western West. Mm -hmm. Like there's there's li like literally black people don't exist. Asians barely exist. Like minorities don't really exist in pop culture, science fiction, uh, fantasy settings. Like we just... We we're just supposed to be the I guess the the green people or something like we just we don't and that's why sure, there's uh, yeah. Afro science uh, I think it's uh, Afro sci-fi or something like there's like a complete genre for that um, but in terms of anime there's a couple cool characters and I can't remember the guy's name from Soul Eater uh, that artist he tends to draw at least one black character and they 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 do have the, the look but they they pretty hype they're cool you know they're cool uh, we also have killer bee from naruto there's a whole nation of black people that's one of the first times i was like oh there's a whole nation of just black people <laughs> uh in naruto mm -hmm. and of course b does do his little rap thing he's but you know there's i don't think that kishimoto did anything that made me feel like oh like they're all stereotypical oh, that's, yeah that's which bad was, which was somehow like he did he it didn't manage to do that because the thing was was in that setting it was a whole nation of, of black people and other people as well, but they were in a, a position of power, right? They were in a position of respect. Mm -hmm. And and that made me feel like, okay, you 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 honestly, you kind of understand it. Whereas opposed to Kubo Tite putting uh, Yoroichi is a, a, a black naked cat, whatever that, whatever happened there uh, for her Bankai, uh, which totally felt like he just disrespected one of the coolest characters since the beginning of the series. Uh, also, Chad, like Chad is is, is Hispanic and Kubo mm -hmm. has a like Bleach does a great job of having a diverse kind of character world, uh, I feel. And it's it's, you know, partly his world outlook. He he does include other people uh, in, you know, his 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 manga, but he never really represents them the correct way. Like Chad, you have a cool power. It just never evolved and it like you never got to use it properly and you just got decked in one hit and you just, you feel like at the very end of the day, Chad literally becomes a boxer. He's literally boxing with it. Yeah. He doesn't, <laughs> with, <laughs> what the heck? It's like, it's a big arm thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. He's just a big arm thing and he's boxing and making money from it. And it's just, I don't know. Like, I feel like he could have had a, there could have been better arcs. And like I said, Yoruichi doesn't just, I just felt like that was done bad. Uh, there is, there are other black characters that I've kind of seen, but I think the one who really just does, I think in anime, uh, Shinichiro Watanabe, so Cowboy Bebop, uh, Cowboy Bebop and what else he's done? Uh, crap. I'm, 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 I'm forgetting the series. Space, space Dandy. Space, space Dandy, yeah. Yeah, Space Dandy and then Carol and Tuesday. Carol and Tuesday is a great example. Carol, Carol and Tuesday is probably one of the best examples of just a diverse cast in anime especially people of color in there uh not only just singing rap but singing r&b and singing blues and then it's, it's about music but it's so well done and i don't think any of the characters from the character designer um i forgot his name he's uh he, he he's the character designer for 
I video video girl I I think that's the <laughs> are, you, that right? are you describing an anime or it's a it's an it's a manga and an anime okay <laughs> I, I think it's video girl I, I I can't remember uh but anyways yeah so it, it's really nice designs uh anyways I, I think the issue with anime and manga in Japan is that there's not enough representation for any minority minority or ethnicity because right. in and I don't know specifically why and it could just be because hey there's just Japanese people usually around each other and it's there's not a high you know foreigners we only make up like what less than 10% of the population here mm -hmm. maybe all the manga artists don't know personally uh, someone else, uh, another ethnicity of, of another, another ethnicity to actually write a story with, you know, and feel like they can do justice. But, uh, it's still kind of strange because we all exist in the world, but the stories don't ever have anyone other than, and, 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 and I guess that's the thing. People in anime are not specifically Japanese. No, I mean they don't There's look certain Japanese. Anime. Yeah, certain anime if they're literally from Japan. Other than that, they are all a generic pigment and kind of universal race. Have you seen the Bleach live action movie? Yeah, yeah. You know, like that, Chad's not too. like Hispanic in that movie, right? He's Japanese. I couldn't even. I fell asleep. Honestly, his name is, his name is Chad. And it's just like a Japanese dude. It's pretty funny. It's it's pretty bad. It's pretty I saw that movie bad. too. I saw that movie too. Actually, they could have at least got like a I don't I don't know. They could have got one of the f four black people here. Yeah, I don't know. Or I mean, there's I, some Hispanic. I, I've seen a bunch of, of anime, obviously, and I like. I've seen like some black characters are just like. I don't. They're like sidekicks, but also kind of like joke characters sometimes you know what i mean they're not meant to be taken i mean there is there seriously like yeah bob from tenjo tenge oh my god exactly that's a very good that's, example that's a very that's yeah that's a really, the best yeah, example excellent actually. example <laughs> bob is kind of cool he's people like, but like bob but he's a joke but he's kind of a joke on himself he can fight but he can't fight as well as the main character he, he's like he's like above krillin level and he's like but, but he's, he's like, like he's trips. really good at breakdancing <laughs> right and you're like uh <laughs> excuse me he, and he's he's still got the i think he has dreads he's tall yeah he has dreads he's, 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 yeah, he's tall people, black guy with dreads he's really good at breakdancing also his name is like the most generic foreign bob. name you could find yeah what's up bob <laughs> i was like what, what yeah is this? yeah uh but, but no, i think exactly yeah. that's a good example yeah. bob from tenjo tenge is like is that is that how you know people see black people like they're just these tall and you know kind oh. of kind of intimidating kind of people because bob doesn't talk very much right he's very very much like a, a silent type character mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so uh, kind of has like this aura about him i mean like if you watch japanese tv and like the reenactment shows they're they're literally just moments where there'll be black people on tv but uh in those reenactments and they're always in a role that's so stereotypical in a reenactment like oh this person mugged me sure <laughs> yeah a, and it's like what what it, like i've seen that way too often i mean i remember the first time when i um 
I was in college and I was helping, you know, Japanese people move into their dorms. And my friend had actually picked them up from the airport and I was riding back with them. And, you know, the, it was dark or whatever. And they just gotten off the plane, you know, they were riding back and he smiles at them and they were scared. Yeah. So he's a black guy yeah, too, yeah, but they yeah. were scared. He had dreads. They were just so, they were like frightened of him. I'm like, uh. Did I tell you, I can't remember if I told you this or not. Did I tell you about like, I went to, when I was in school here, we had a, a classmate who was, who was black, right? Did I tell mm -hmm. you this story? No. No? Yeah, sorry. I, I don't remember it, no. Okay, so we had a, a classmate who was, who, was, who was black, and we were like just out around the campus, and he just casually tells us that daily, daily, he gets stopped by police on his bike. Like... As a foreigner, this happens, I think, pretty frequently where, like, you're just kind of riding your bike or even you're just out on the town or whatever. Mm -hmm. And police will come up to you and are like, hey, what's your, show me your, your residential card or whatever. Yeah. Like, where are you, what are you doing here? Like, show me your passport or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. It doesn't happen to me very often. Um, and it's less of a problem now, I think, in 2020. But for our classmate, he just very casually just like, yeah, I've been stopped, like, easily double digits, like, Jeez. so far. I've, I've only had just, once. But... Yeah. And he's getting, like, you know, profiled <laughs> mm -hmm. more mm -hmm. than any other of us. Foreigner, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So already as a foreigner, you're you're kind of already profiled. And then like as a black foreigner, he was just like, oh, I get stopped daily when I'm on my bicycle. They just like show me registration, show me ID, show whatever, whatever. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm like that. That's so rough. It, it's kind of rough. Like even when I go to karaoke, right? Like people be like, hey, go like sing some rap song uh or can't you can't you do this kind of thing like i've had that so many times at specifically karaoke uh with japanese people they'll just be like oh do you can you sing this rap song i'm like i i can't sing rap <laughs> i don't rap that well i i can't read words that fast you hear me on the show i like tongue tie myself as i'm speaking normally but um yeah there was uh i was working abroad not abroad but i was working at my previous job and uh bless these guys hearts they're, they're they're honestly they were really nice and but i was like i guess the first black person they'd ever met and there was li literally a moment it's like what if you like dress up like uh like you're from the military and you come to this bar with me and you can be like my bodyguard i'm like no don't know <laughs> <laughs> i'm like what and he's like yeah yeah all you have to do is put these shades on dude i, I can get you an outfit so he wanted, you, look he like wanted this. you to be like a stereotypical black guy yes he yeah. was tr like literally at one point we, we all went out for drinks and like before that he's like all right we're stopping by the store we're gonna buy you an outfit and i'm like what and literally I, there is like these uh what, what do you call those like uh camo camo jeans like just camouflage like pants. Yeah, if I sure, yeah, yeah, if I was like in a in a in a rap video, but their version of a rap video, and I just <laughs> and they even they even were like, "Yo, what about this chain?" I'm like, "Oh y'all, uh 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 uh, no, <laughs> I'm not wearing oh, gold." Like, it, yes, it was bad. It was bad. Like was a like, gold chain, like a dollar sign kind of gold yeah, chain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think uh, it, so. <laughs> yeah, I think minorities, especially black people, are often not either not well represented or misrepresented but i think that the same goes to a lot of uh people um like the anyone who's gay or transgendered or anything like that oh, i'm sure exist. you've seen this like on on variety yeah. shows in japan right yeah yeah so a lot of like transgender transgender people are 
kind of played up. Like they're they're very much mm-hmm. a joke character. Except the mm-hmm. problem is, is that they're not a character. Like they're like an actual human <laughs> is the thing. So yeah. yeah, um, I think they have their own problems as well. Like I'm not um, gay or transgendered, but I I can see how like that wouldn't be a a very comfortable thing for a lot of people, right? And, like, what's uh, an example, like, in anime or mm-hmm. anything, like, who, off the top of your head, who's, like, a gay character who's just, like, so very much a joke? Uh, when I said that they didn't exist, this is what I meant. It was like, I'm trying to, because I'm trying to think of, like, in an anime or manga, there are some kind of characters. This is, uh, I can only think of One Piece. Is there, okay, because I know they're, this is... They're not My answer is so obscure. I have a very obscure answer. I was going to say Ash from Streets of Rage 3, and I don't think anyone, <laughs> very little people <laughs> know who that is, but Ash is a, is a gay character from Siege of Rage, or he's presumed to be gay, but he's, like, very flamboyant. He has that that village people kind of, like, hat, you know what I mean? Like, uh-huh. And, like, the uh, denim vest. He's, like, shirtless, and he kind of, like... like He's just very, very, very fun boy. But that's like the image of, of, of gay people. Or like at least in, in Streets of Rage, which is in the game from the 90s. <laughs> so I think like the only, there's like the Okama. And and I think that was a, a term that was more in uh, use like X amount of years, maybe 10 years ago. Like I remember oh, in Japan, right, like right, it was yeah. more. And now now it, I don't think they use it at all. It's just more like a, you're, they don't really label anyone on the variety shows as much anymore i feel mm-hmm. but like he said like everyone everyone essentially there is 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 joking on themselves uh but there's not really uh i don't know there's not really like oh i'm transgender this is my this is my story really being told on tv or in any yeah and they're not like they're I've not seen. like portrayed as just like normal people they're kind of portrayed as like characters like very very flamboyant like very mm-hmm. outgoing like mm-hmm. to you know to, to elicit a laugh out of people right well, but then the opposite side is you have guys that are constantly cross-dressing on TV. Yeah. As uh-huh. part of their act or as part of their character. Like right, right, right. Exactly, real, and, exactly. And, you, and you, you, don't, you don't know. And it's it's like, okay, I don't think this person is like, number one example is like Mitsuma, uh, not Mitsumangolo, but uh, Matsuko Deluxe. If you can look up Matsuko Deluxe, that's your number one right there. But, but, but they're, not actually, gay? they're not actually transgendered, are they? They're just doing it as like no, part of their... I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know about Matsuko Deluxe. I actually don't know about Matsuko Deluxe. I've never actually looked uh, him up uh, because he's always just worn a big dress. He's just always worn a dress. He's a big guy, but he's always worn a dress. Yeah, uh, okay. And he's never really been like, I, I, I like I don't know. Matsuko Deluxe though, is really funny. Like straight up. Okay, but, but, but like the people on the yeah. programs were... They don't play it off really cool. They're like, oh, you're just wearing a dress. That's fine. Do they? It is. They, it they is, never acknowledge it, is, it. It's just. It's just their gimmick. It's. It's his gimmick. But I think. Uh, yeah, I and, think that there's another person like that. Maybe too, part of the the problem is that it's used as a gimmick, right? It's not. Mm. Well, I don't know this person personally, but I don't know if it's like. He, he's just like, oh, I just, I just feel comfortable in the dress, or he wears it because it's his thing. Do you mean it's part of his act? Mm-hmm. There's one that's popular now. Like it, it, it's it really is like a comedian per comedian uh, when you're when you're watching them. And some some of some of them like kind like you 
may think because there was actually 10 years ago that's when you actually yeah uh if 10 oh, years ago sure. would have been at kabachan kabachan the hairstylist or also all do, hair... you remember, do you remember hard gay but hard gay is not gay he's that's hard the thing gay has a kid that's the thing though. that's the thing i mean he has a wife and kids he just he has a wife and manga kids. And stuff that's too. the thing though it's like <laughs> hard gay is not gay though like it's his that was his that was his that was his act that was yeah. his like thing he's like i'm a gay character and this yeah. is funny like i'm doing these funny gay things yeah um is that in terms of is that wrong though is that wrong to turn you know just being gay into a joke i think like especially 10 years ago and and this is the same thing for like black people on japanese tv uh you know bobby yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, Bobby. And, yeah, yeah. And, and Bobby's just being Bobby. I don't know if he's actually playing a character a little no, bit. No, he, 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 he has is playing be. a character because he's he not bad character. at Japanese. He speaks Japanese normally. <laughs> he can just yeah, speak it normally. But he, yeah. but he puts a really heavy accent. He's from right. a, 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 a part in Africa. I don't remember yeah. off the top of my head, but he literally is like, I'm Bobby. Bobby Oregon. Yeah, 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 yeah. But he speaks kind of like that. He talks normal Japanese. He doesn't need to represent himself that way. And, and like literally what, so what, how to tie this in is like when I started teaching in elementary well, middle school, um, you know, I always told the kids to call me by my name and I tell them, and there was this one, one kid, I'll never forget. He just walks with me and goes, Oi, Bobby. I'm like, my name's not Bobby. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's like, Oh, oh, Bobby. And then there's other kids too. Like there's other black people and they'll just call me that black person's name and I have no clue who they are. One guy was a YouTuber. He's like half black, half Japanese. Never heard of him. I had to look him up and I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's still not my name, kids. Please call me Leon or Adrian. Please yeah, call right. me one of these two, right? So like stereotypes are, are very real in Japan and it's because there's not a, a lot of representation and the representation that there is, it's all comedically you know, played up to the point where it's not a representation yeah, I'm just curious as someone who's like not <clears throat> black or, or gay, because I, I have a gay friend and I remember him telling me distinctly one time that he was just like so very tired of the way that mm -hmm. gay people were represented on TV because he he doesn't, that's not who he is. Like these gay people on TV like don't represent the way that he is, you know what I mean? And that's why yeah. he told me that he was so frustrated with just the way that they're often like played up as a joke. So yeah. I wanted to ask you if you felt that way about black people in anime or on TV yeah. or anything like that. Yeah. I think that there's, there's good examples, but there's more just kind of mediocre, bad ones than, than the few good ones that are out there. And, uh, if, if anyone, yeah, if you're listening right now, I, I do encourage you if you're going to create any content, you know, and this has been a movement, I think in the past, definitely five years for sure. Um, as you see with any Disney movie, the color of the rainbow is always represented all walks of life. <laughs> But yeah. I think whenever you're whenever you're writing something, be sure to include uh, to the best of your ability the world as you actually see it and experience it. Uh, there are other people, other nationalities, and other ethnicities around you for the most part. I, I'm going to assume. Uh, so when you write something or whenever you create something, you know, make sure to kind of allude to that or show it in the best way you can. You know, don't. I know a lot of people are like, oh, I want to make a comic. I want to make a manga or something. And and you straight up start drawing Goku. And it's like, you don't know Goku. Like, you don't know why Toriyama made Goku. I, I don't know, you know. But you know, like, if you, the way that you want to be seen or the way your stories, 
personally. And you need the best thing to do is put your experiences into those forms. Uh, there is a magazine that I almost did an internship for called Saturday Morning AM. Uh, they also have Saturday Morning PM, but uh, it's actually a web uh, anthology for manga uh, that's very similar to Shonen Jump. And uh, the whole premise is that all their their artists are uh, from around the world, and it shows with all their work. There's ethnicities, uh, gay characters, uh, and just the people who are writing are the people who live it, and they show it in the works they make. So if you want to check that out, you know that's just a free promo for them. Um, but yeah, hopefully one day Japan, you'll put us in all forms yeah i not, mean not just one not just one it's like my hero academia we got one yes i'm i'm like kind of in, in a lucky position that i'm like i i feel like i'm mostly not like my there's no really big negative stereotype about me you know what i mean mm -hmm. but i don't know even i've i get the opposite yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause no, I don't. I don't get negative stereotypes. I get the fact that I don't live up to the stereotype, which oh, gets like, annoying. Do you, like, you 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 want to be good at rap or what? It's like, oh, but you can't rap. Oh, do you play ba uh, basketball? I'm like, no. I no, just told no. you I play baseball. Like, I don't play basketball. It's like I have to literally didn't like turn down all these stereotypes. And then I, and this is a different topic, but you have you ever got the point? I don't know if you've ever like. I had to hear this, but oh, you're not American. I mean, all all the time, all the time. Yeah, but yeah. You're, People you're, like, assume you don't that act I'm American. Like, like you don't act like you're someone from the West, and that's another stereotype in and of itself. It's so annoying. You know what makes me laugh, or also sad, depending on the day, is like when when Japanese people just like assume something is kaigai. You know what I mean? We're gonna go into the Four Seasons, aren't we? Yeah, or <laughs> the like, four seasons. they'll just presume that things are different and. Kai guy, like they understand that the world is quite it's diverse. Very, there's it's, a lot yeah. of countries out there, and not just the one. Yeah, it, it it. This is a whole another topic, but yeah, there's some there are some funny stories. I think we might even talk. I think we did talk about the season th the, the season, the season thing. thing. Yeah, yeah, but there's just like, you know, that the the world is actually a place, and like, you know, it. There are more common. There are more common things around than there are differences yeah the kai guy thing though make me laugh thing. every time <laughs> well in kai guy isn't this or you're the the representative of your entire nation oh my god yeah that's <laughs> hilarious yeah but in canada don't you guys eat cheese what <laughs> yeah don't we all eat cheese <laughs> i think one time someone asked me about like something about like toronto and i'm like I don't know. Like, <laughs> not from Toronto. Same thing. If you ever come to Japan, like seriously, if you're from America, you're either from California or New York. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so there's, no, there's no um, in between. It's so one I'm of the a, two. I have a friend who's she's actually from California, but like a lot of people ask him, like, "Oh, do you go to New York sometimes?" And he's like, "No, no, <laughs> no." I, like, I was I was out early, like later or earlier last weekend, and like the people kept asking me, "It's like, oh, like this is in Hawaii." Uh, this like this this food is from Hawaii. It's like they were asking me if I had ever had a pineapple on a hamburger, and I was like, "What? That that exists? Like pineapple on hamburgers? Like was pineapple on pizza?" It's like, oh, "Aren't you American?" I'm like, "I have never seen a pineapple on a burger in my life, nor heard of this." That's interesting. I believe this is only in Hawaii, probably. 
That's interesting though, because I actually have seen a pineapple on hamburger. What the? <laughs> was it Hawaiian based or was it just? I think it was just a hamburger that was like have a pineapple on it. And I'm like, no, nah, I'm good. I think. Everyone, but... please write and let us know if pineapples belong. On no, hamburgers. I think I or think it's a, a decent. A I think it's a decent <laughs> like combo if you have the right ingredients. Anyways, yeah, black people anime need sure, more. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking Bob this whole time, like in my head. That's all we got, Bob from yeah. Then yeah, Soul Leader Kid is. I don't think he really says a lot. He's just very, pretty cool. He's just like a cool looking guy and does cool things. When's the last? He's time not you, a major character. When's the last time you've seen Tenjo Tenga? Because for me, it's been like fifteen plus years. Probably, I think. probably the same amount. I saw it on G Four, or G Four, or was it Tech TV at the time? I saw oh, it like man. way back when I was in high school. Still. <laughs> yeah, Ten Tenjo Tenga was. A, I was like, a these classic, girls have, yeah. have some. Some breast. Oh, look, this little girl transforms into a big girl. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> this is the only thing with that show. It's like, hmm. Okay. That, that's one guy. And, uh, you know, for everyone who's just wondering, uh, Vegeta, yes, you, you're welcome to the fam. And, is Vegeta uh, Piccolo, black? Uh, Piccolo is straight black. Yeah, we, no, we, I we think I would him. imagine Piccolo is a, is a black character. I don't know about Vegeta, though. Vegeta is, Vegeta straight up just never gets that respect. Works hard, has to work twice as hard as Kakarot. Oh, yeah, okay, so that's okay. And still... <laughs> No, and you know what? For some Credit reason, for yeah. Kid. <laughs> for some reason, I've always imagined uh, Piccolo as like a, a, a black character. We we don't have anyone else, so he kind of has he kind of has that vibe, doesn't he, Piccolo? <laughs> why? Do, I'm trying to think now. Like, wait, why do we claim Piccolo again? Because well, I'm I'm, I'm thinking like cool Dragon Ball alone? Z Piccolo, by the way. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dragon Ball Z Piccolo. Yeah, like the mentor Piccolo, like, right? I think it's because he just he just he has like you just gotta respect him. I feel like he just got respect, and he never gets his he never gets his his credit. The the mentor Piccolo, right? Yeah. The mentor Piccolo, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. he's like he's pretty cool. Like when he's training Gohan, and then on Namek as well. Mm -hmm. It's too bad, like honestly, like Piccolo, Piccolo on Namek, he's a pretty good character. He fuses with Nail, and then Goku shows up. <laughs> Goku shows up. Thank Goku. Thank Krill, Goku Krill and, up. Krillin dies. <laughs> and Krillin dies. Krillin! Yeah. Anyways, everyone, that's our somewhat think or thought about... That was long. Before. That was longer than... Almost as long as the actual podcast. Yeah, it was like 30 minutes almost. Well, hey, we got an extra bonus episode for you. I hope you, you all enjoy that. Uh, there's no spiel after this. It's just we're going to play some random music. That's not the same as the normal music. Yeah, get a different ending theme. It's about time. Anyways. Sure. I'll check you guys later. Thanks for listening. All right. Peace out. <laughs>